Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy and healthy life. Not as disabled people, but as people with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. Hey, An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. So if you get a minute... Check it out. Let me ask you, how many people know Shanti Hershenson? Go ahead, raise your hand. How many people? I don't see too many hands raised. Well, that means you're not visiting the bookstore. Because if you were, it would be hard to turn around without seeing one of her books. Shanti has written 27 books. She's published... 16 of the 27. You're asking, well, 16 books, how, how, how far apart are they? Well, let me drop this on you. Shanti just turned 16. Just turned six, 16. She's, she's published one book for every year she's alive. <laughs> She, for, she published her first two novellas when she was in the sixth grade. You're, you're talking about a writing dynamo, a 16-year-old writing dynamo. And when I tell you some of the work that she's done, well, I'm not going to tell you because she's going to tell you in our interview here. Some of the word counts that she has in her books are unbelievable. And just to think that she writes a thousand words per day. A thousand words per day and still has time for everything else because she's not some kind of nerd that sits in the dark in the corner and just writes all day. She has a life outside of this. She she has extracurricular activities at school. She's a skateboarding girl. She's out there. She's living the life of a 16-year-old teenager and cranking out books at the same time. I don't know how she does it. If that was me, I'd need need 48 to 72 hours a day, in a day. I don't know how she does it, but I tell you what, I wish we could take her energy, put it in a bottle, and sell it. We'd be millionaires. But I want you to sit back, relax, relax, and let me introduce you to Shanti Hershenson. You're going to love this young lady. As I said, I have with us today Shanti Hershenson. She, she's amazing. So I'm going to First, lo- let me just say first, hello, Shante. How are you feeling today? Oh, hi. I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Can you stop writing for like five minutes to, to talk to us? 
Sure. Okay, thank you. Shanti was born with a pen and a pad. Shanti is an author, as I told you, but she's so much more than an author. She's a TikTok star. She's got more than 50,000 followers. And believe it or not, she's 15, right, Shanti? I just turned 16, actually. Oh, all right, never mind. She's 16. Happy birthday. And Thank you. <laughs> now, how many followers do you, do you have now on TikTok? I have um, 60,000 followers. 60,000 followers. I'm wrong on all counts here. I'm so sorry. I take care. <laughs> but 60,000 followers, and she's 16. I don't have that many followers on, on my on my Facebook page. But she's gonna tell you she's gonna tell us how she did it because she sells her books through TikTok, right? Yeah, I do a lot of my book promotion on TikTok. And as well as Amazon and everywhere else where fine books are sold. But TikTok is one of her outlets. She's also a public speaker. She speaks out against bullying which is a big thing, and I, that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you here today, is about bullying in middle school and in school in general. We have a problem with that within our community where kids with disabilities, not only the kids with disabilities, but kids with parents with disabilities or siblings, brothers and sisters with disabilities, get bullied in school. And I want to talk to you about that as we go along this morning. Yes, sir. I want to let her, Shanti, explain yourself to the people who are listening. Introduce yourself. Yeah, of course. So I am a 16-year-old author, poet, and speaker. I published my first book when I was 12, and since then I have published 16 books in varying genres. I also have a pretty popular TikTok account. I have around 60,000 followers where I post a lot about my books and like writing tips and just stuff, you know, about me in general. And then as well as that, I am a huge speaker about anti-bullying. It is like something I really, really believe in. And ever since I was in middle school, I've been writing poems and really speaking out about the topic. My God, you, you said more in a minute than I'd said in the last 20. <laughs> how did you get into all of this? All, all kidding aside, how did you end up getting into publishing? Because I know, let me just step back again a minute. Your favorite genre is... I really like writing science fiction, and I have, like, since I was a little kid. So really, like, you know, when I was younger, I always just wanted to write a book. And, and then as time progressed, I actually had the opportunity to. Now, didn't you have, like, a trilogy... I have a few different um, series, but one of my first, um, like, the first novel I wrote is called By Unlock, and it was so, so long. It was 250,000 words and 800 pages, so I actually had to split it into a trilogy. <laughs> How many words? 250,000. It's around 800 to 1,000 pages, depending on how you format it. My goodness and how many books how many books was it that wasn't did, wasn't there a fourth book that came out on yeah there's a fourth um by unlock book it's not out but um it was published and not published i wrote it um <laughs> and i still have to edit it but then also i have i have another trilogy called the chronicles of wild lane and then that has kind of a fourth book but it's a crossover between by unlock and well you have all of these books and, and you're you're giving word counts like two 250,000. Do you have any other interest besides... Yeah, I have. I have a lot. I'm sorry? 
I have a lot of different interests, but yeah, writing's my main one. And do what do you do other than writing? So other than writing, I really like skateboarding, and I used to fence, so I'm really trying to get back into it. And then, of course, I read. That's, like, obvious. Like, reading and writing, like, you know, most writers read. Mm-hmm. And then I really love um, animals and taking care of animals. Really? Yeah. Let's go to number one. You're a skateboarder. Yeah. I like all the fancy stuff, like the half tube and everything. I can do, I do the bowls. I'm not, like, a, you know, a street, like, tricks kind of person. I can do the basic ones, but... I'm more, like, I like going down the bowls and, like, doing those kinds of tricks. You're better than I am. I, I'd rather stay on street ground. <laughs> but, so, <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. And what about any kind of sports or anything like that other than skateboarding? Well, I used to fence, yeah, and I'm trying to um, get back into it. But I moved studios, and now it's kind of hard to find, like, a new one. Wow, fencing. Yeah. Talk about taking out your aggressions. <laughs> <laughs> What about what about at school? Any kind of uh, clubs or anything like that? Oh, yeah, I'm in a few clubs. Um, for one, I do model United Nations, so mm-hmm. we like travel, and then we go to the model UN conferences. Really? Yeah. You are. How, when do you have time to write? So I write um, usually either during the school day or after school or both. So, like, right now, I did um, 500 words during the school day because their teacher gave us some free time. And then I'm going to write my other 500 words after because what I do is I always write a 1,000 words every single day. And then I'm also always editing a book. So, thankfully, um, there's one book right now that I'm only editing on Tuesdays and Sundays because that's when I meet with my editor. But I have another book that I'm also editing, and that one I've just been doing a chapter every day. Well, you just answered, you just answered a bunch of questions I have with the about your your daily schedule so you do you do work at a thousand try to do a thousand words a day yeah and i believe it's been around over a year now that i've done every single day like consistently so that's like i'm very proud of that that's that's excellent that that's excellent and now where where do you 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 say you self-publish now is that Mostly on um, Amazon? Yeah, I self-publish through Amazon's KDP, but I also use IngramSpark for my hardcovers. Uh-huh. And IngramSpark is especially important for the distribution, and then it's a lot easier to do book signings. Wow. How many, that, that, there's a question. How many book signings have you been to? Ooh, I've been to so, I don't know if I could actually, like, like other authors, I've been to so many. <laughs> No. Um, but my own book signings, I've had, oh gosh, let me count for a second. <laughs> um, one, two, three, four, five. I've had seven book signings, I believe. Wow. Three of those have been festivals, and then four of those were um, like bookstore events. Now, let and me... then two of those were solo, and then one of them was, two of them have been with like other authors. Let me ask you something. How does it feel the first time? Someone comes up and says, can I have your autograph? It's scary. It's like, it's like a kind of scary at first. I'm like, oh no, you know, I have to get this right. I'm always scared I'm going to spell people's names wrong. <laughs> but at the same time, it's also, it's very surreal. Especially because, you know, when I was a little kid, like I really dreamed about this. And I just like, I've always wanted to be an author. So then to actually have that moment where I get to find people's work, like books, is amazing. But it can be scary, you know. It, and I'm also like kind of a shy person. 
Yeah, but doesn't it doesn't it give you like that that little bit of a high, like, wow, they they want my name, they want me to sign their book. Definitely. Oh, it's gotta. It it has to. <laughs> yeah. And to think that maybe somewhere down the line, that that name that you scribbled in the book may be someday worth money. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really fun thought. It is. <laughs> I, 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 I would think it, you know, I, I would say, wow, <laughs> I'd be the type of, keep this book safe, <laughs> young man, young lady, keep it safe, it'll be worth something someday, but that's got to be, that's got to be the most awesome feeling in the world. It is. Or someone that comes up and says, can I take a selfie with you? Oh, I've had that, it's like, it's so fun. Yeah, I mean, they don't know you from Adam, but this child or this person is looking up to you. Yeah, you're like you're like you're like their rock star for the moment, and then they think about it. They're going home and saying, "I have a picture with Shanti Hershenson," and they're and showing it today. They post it too. To see, that's got to be an awesome, awesome feeling. Yeah. Next thing you know, you'll be charging for your autograph like a baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Now I doubt it. You sound too nice. I don't think you would. I would. I feel too nice to do that. Yeah. I think you, you sound too nice. I only met you a few minutes ago, and I, I think you sound too nice to do that. Now, thank you. The talks that you do on on bullying have you have you done that any of them? I've done a few different types. Um, mainly the one the main thing that I do with bullying is I write poetry, and then I do like spoken word poetry to really um, share the word because I find you know people don't want to listen to a long lecture about bullying. But right. if it's a poem that's really raw and emotional, they're more likely to listen and then like keep that message and repeat it. It's it's such a rotten thing to think about a, a, a kid having to go to school, knowing that they're going to get bullied when when they're there, having to deal with oh, that yeah. on a day in day out basis. It's it's really horrible, you know. And unfortunately, like it's a really sad reality of our world. But also, it's something that doesn't have to stay the same. Right. Exactly. It doesn't have to. That's yeah. that's the thing. It it it's a it's a workable problem. It's a fixable problem, if yeah. if the people in in charge would step in and do something about it. Yeah. And if certain people were taught manners at home, that's the way I look at it. To me, bullying is a learned behavior. Oh, definitely. I don't think people are like born bullies. No. It's more something they learn from the environments they're in, whether it's their parents or like. Their friends you know, or what have you. Friends, their family members, anything like that. But if the parent, if the parents see this and they let it go, then the parents are just as much to blame. I, I've, exactly. I've seen such terrible cases of it, and people that you wouldn't expect it from too. You know, they come yeah. from families that you wouldn't expect it from, and they turn around and they're the worst. Oh yeah, no, I've known some, you know, some bullies who have like the nicest families, at least you know. Publicly, yeah, right. Nice. Outwardly, they look like the Brady Bunch. Who knows? They may be the Manson family inside. But yeah. how do you handle bullying? Have you ever been bullied at school? Oh, yeah. I've been bullied a lot through the years. And really, the best ways I've handled it is I've spoken up. And it's something that's really, really hard for people to do, especially, you know, especially victims. Mm -hmm. But speaking up has been, you know, the most important thing I've done. And then I really strived, especially, you know, in the schools I've been to where it's especially bad to make a change. And, you know, sometimes I've made a change, sometimes I haven't. 
but really, you know, addressing the problem and getting the school to address the problem is one of those powerful things someone can do. How do you speak up, though? Who do you speak up to? So, first off, anyone who's being bullied, they need to tell a trusted adult. And it's, it's always really, really hard. But, you know, if you're being bullied, you need to tell a trusted adult, whether it's a parent or a teacher or a sibling, an older sibling, a coach, a relative, anything like that, you need to tell someone. And then from there, you can come up with a plan um, with them and go to your school. And I recommend, you know, telling your teachers or even telling, you know, this meeting with the principal and sharing what happened because you meet with someone who really has a lot of authority over the school, then they can help make changes for the whole community. That is, if they're receptive about it. Because a lot of the time, administrators sometimes just don't want to address the problem. But what about the kids that feel like if... If they go and say something, they're going to get it. It's going to be even worse for them. You know, they had that That's, that feeling that if they, they go tell the teacher they're, they're like a rat or something like that, and they're going to have it ten times worse. It's definitely a choice they have to make, and they have to, you know, think about whether or not, like, you know, what they think will happen. Because, you know, they ultimately do probably know the teacher. Maybe well enough, maybe not. But that's where, you know, telling a trusted adult, no matter what, is really good, especially, you know, even if it's someone who doesn't go to school, because then, you know, they can still help you through it and give you advice. Like, for example, another thing I recommend is distancing yourself from the situation in some way, if possible. Of course, there are situations where it's like the the bully is following you no matter what. But if you can really distance yourself from the bully, like, for example, I find a lot of time the bully is someone who's actually in your circle of friends. In that case, maybe even though it's hard, like trying to like distance yourself from that circle of friends, or if you have a friend you trust, you can confide in them. But ultimately, trying to do your best to like get out of the situation. But that's only like one step because, of course, you know it can be very hard to avoid, and you don't want to cause any drama. Yeah, that's it. Sound advice. I I I tend to agree with what you said to begin with, though. Tell it. Tell it. Tell a trusted adult. And put it this way, if you have someone that's sticking up for you, nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah. And it's better. And you can feel more safe. It's better. Exactly. And if it's going to blow up, it's better to get the blow up over with and move on into calmer waters. Yeah, definitely. You, you can't run away from a bully. You, may, you, have to, you have to make a stand somewhere. Otherwise, you're going to be you're going to be bullied the rest of your life. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Tell the trusted adult at all the time. Don't try and don't try to take matters into your own hands. That can that can only make things a thousand times worse. Yeah. Tell me, Shanti. I'm still reeling over this two hundred and fifty thousand word book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the name of the latest book you had published? So the latest book I had published was Biome Nightmare, which is like the crossover between Biome Lock and the Crowd of Zodelane, the Chronicles of Zodelane. However, that was not one of my major releases as the crossover between two series. So you really have had to read them both to understand. But the book that released before that is called Health as in Heaven, and that was one of my most successful releases. It's honestly like the best book I've ever written. It's my favorite. And, and that release just, it, you know, blew a lot of the other books out of proportion. It's just like, it's a wonderful book. Without, without giving away too much, what's the idea of the book? So, Helipath in Heaven is about an author that is enlisted as the first time traveler by JPL, and she has to travel back in time to observe her younger self on agreement that she can write 
like a memoir about both her experiences and how you know she came to be the really famous author that she is except the one rule is that she must not interact but as she goes back to a kind of hard time in her life what she realizes is like not like interacting with her younger self and not intervening with certain events is really really challenging very cool very cool that actually that, that sounds excellent where do you come? Thank you. You're 16 years old. Where do you come up with these with these these plots? So I come up with ideas really from everywhere. Sometimes it's a dream I've had, or sometimes I just have this random question. A lot of the time, it just pops into my head. I'm like, oh, that would make a really good book. Man, you are gifted. You are truly Thank gifted. You. I mean, I was I did some I did some looking back about you, and your books all have these. Awesome plots. These aren't like, I mean, your younger, even your younger years there, they weren't like a 12-year-old wrote a book. They were like a 35-year-old wrote the book with a 12-year-old's hand. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. You have some future as an author, I believe. Actually, you, you. Could become a, you could become a movie writer. Oh, that's something I'm interested in. I could see you doing doing scripts or, or crossovers into scripts from your book. I have done a few. Have you? Actually, um, last summer I went to New York for screenwriting. Did you? Very good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, now, how do your parents feel about this? Are they Do they support you 100% in your writing? I have my parents definitely support me a thousand percent. They've, like, really always, like, you know, been there. It's not that I need much help, but it's always really great to have that support and to know that there's always people that believe in me. Excellent. I understand you have a twin sister. Yeah. And how how is she? Does she enjoy writing also, or does... She doesn't write that much. She's more, she really likes, like, doing art and, like, creating jewelry and, like, painting. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you have a family of artists. Definitely. Very cool. Any, do you have any other any other brothers or sisters? I don't. So it's just you and your sister and your mom and dad? Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Like I said, a family of artists. Yeah. Very good. Now, now what are you, are you a junior or, or a sophomore in school? I'm a sophomore. And how are your marks? How are you doing in school? I'm actually doing, like, so I just went to a new school this year, and the school I'm at right now is, like, way more academically intense than my last school. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I'm really proud. Excellent. <laughs> I, still, I still can't get over. You're doing well in school. You're writing a 1,000 words a day, 500 of them in school. Wow. Yeah. My, uh, your parents hit the jackpot. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, they have, they have no problem. Oh, man. But that, I, you, I'm just, like I said, I'm blown away by you, and I wish you the best of luck with everything. Now, where can people find your books? So um, you can find my books anywhere you buy books online. They're available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Waterstones. Honestly, if you just, you know, Google me, you should find a bunch of links. You can also find them in some, um, like, IRL bookstores. Um like physical locations <laughs> i'm not quite sure which ones however if you live in like the san diego and southern california area you should definitely find them and then you can also find me on my website which is shantihershenson.com that's s-h-a-n-t-i-h-e-r-s-h-e-n-s-o-n.com and then um my tiktok which we've talked about is shanti who writes and then my instagram is just at shanti hershenson well we're gonna have all those links in the show notes for this episode oh yeah we'll have all those links and plus you had a um 
a call to action for Amazon.com forward slash Shante Hershenson forward yeah. slash a book, a book number. I'm going to have that in the show notes as well. So we'll have it always for you to contact Shanti. Now, Shanti, can people can people contact you like by email or through the web? Yeah, and we, our website has a contact form. And will you will you answer them? I usually do. Yeah, you, I answer a lot of mine. Okay. Do you have like a a person to answer your fan mail yet? No. Same one thing. That's you see. You should add one more sister. Yeah. A little sister who doesn't do anything, and then you could hire her to do your, your fan mail for you and, yeah. your, you and your twin sister. Like I said, I'm going to put all of the all the contact information into the show notes, and you can contact Shante and ask her questions. She's a wealth of information, and she's willing to talk to you about even how to, how to publish your books and read her books. Her books themselves are a wealth of information on how to write. You have... A 16-year-old woman who's written 30 books and published how many again? 16. 16. Published 16 books. One for every year she's on this earth. That's <laughs> amazing. So Thank you. Check out, check out her sites and follow Shante Hershenson. Make sure you read her books. And she's just a genuinely nice person. So contact her Thank and say you. hi. But definitely read her books. Her books are available on Amazon and anywhere good books are sold. So, Shante, thank you very much for being with us today. I really appreciate it. And thank you for having me. Uh, I'd I'd like to ha- I'd like to talk to you again. Honestly, uh, I'm amazed by this, and I'm definitely uh, appreciative of what you said about bullying. We have children in in like I said in our community. The people with disabilities and they go to school and they get bullied not just because of because they're small maybe or they don't have the newest clothes because their parents can't afford them but they get bullied because their parents are disabled tell me how sick that is it's horrible it it is and they sometimes these kids feel like they have nowhere to turn but it's nice to hear it not from people like me who are older but to hear from their peers someone like you, where you're telling them, go see someone, uh, an adult in charge, a trusted adult. It makes a lot of sense. And it, make, it, makes, it make, makes even more sense coming from someone like you. Thank you. But I appreciate it. And I, again, I appreciate you being here. And I'd love to have you back on it. So, yeah, I'd love to be back. Well, thank you very much. And have a great rest of your day. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks, Shanti, for being here with us today. I really appreciate her taking the time out to let us know what's going on. And I want to remind you, check out her books. Check them out. They're as easy as going on Amazon or going to the bookstore and checking them out. And I want to thank you, the listener, for being here today. Without you, none of this is possible. And I want to remind you, FamousApple.com is the home site for this podcast. So if you get a minute, check it out. On the next episode of An Apple a Day, we'll be talking with Michelle Stamm. 
She's a plant-based health coach. Very interesting. Very interesting talk indeed. You're not going to want to miss this, especially if you're thinking about switching your diet over to a plant-based diet. So you're not going to want to miss hearing what Michelle has to say. Thanks a lot for being here today. And I want to remind you of something, my friends. Things can always be worse. That's right. Right now, there's somebody somewhere wishing that they were in your position. So things can always be worse. Have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you again real soon. Mm-hmm.